so fiery or not. Again, somebody gave me a can of this. So I have a can of it on my desk right now. Flaming Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew. And it's on my desk. And I just, I just look at it and think, hmm, I'm not, not sure at all about that. Must be uh, um, morbid curiosity that I just, I like, get rid of it or just stare at it. Like, hmm. Interesting. Um, ah, boy, do you, do you believe that he's a wonderful savior to you? Uh, it, we, 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 we enjoy a song like that. And, and sometimes we'll even sing songs like that. And, and then we live our life forgetful that he exists. We must. Some of the things we do. Some of the, the thoughts we think. Um, and and uh, uh, our constant prayer might it be, Lord, I, I believe you are a wonderful Savior. Help me to live like it all the time. Not taking breaks. We let our guard down sometimes. Lord, I want to let my guard down less and less the older I get. Not giving myself permission to let it down here or, or take a break there. I want to live like you're a wonderful Savior and no one is more wonderful to me than you. I owe you everything. Uh, let's turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 17. So uh, there's uh, Isaac Malinak down there. His dad, his dad pastors Berean Baptist Church. And there might be other Berean Baptist churches in here, I don't know, represented. But it's a fun name for a Baptist church, Berean. Uh, there, there's some uh, exciting people in the Bible that were for, from Berea. Uh, so there in Acts chapter 17, uh, verses 10 through 15... I want to preach a message, being like a Berean Bible believer. Being like a Berean Bible believer. Say that a thousand times fast. Uh, So Acts 17, 10 through 15. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who, coming thither, went into the synagogue of the Jews... These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that. So they derived this nobility from the fact that uh, they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Uh, Therefore many of them believed also of honorable women, which were Greeks, and of the men not a few. And when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached of Paul and Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go as it were to the sea, but Silas and Timotheus abode there still. And they that conducted Paul brought him unto Athens, and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timotheus for to come to him with all speed, they departed. So um, Paul, uh, back when he was Saul, actually used to to be among the henchmen of the Sanhedrin. Now he's on the receiving end of the fury of the Jewish leadership from different places. And, and there was a, a three-week revival 
going on in Thessalonica. And the devil can't stand when people are being saved. The, the devil can't stand when lives are being changed. The devil can't stand when God's word goes forth with power. And so he, he stirred things up. And, and Paul and, and Timotheus and, 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 and Silas, they have to, to get out of there and they end up in Berea. There in Thessalonica, uh, the accuser said, well, they're turning the world upside down. And again, we remember this world is upside down to begin with. It needs to be turned upside down. And if you turn something upside down twice, it's right side up again. So Paul here, he's got to step away from what God is doing there. And by night, he leaves. Now, we what would that have been like to travel by night back in those days? No powerful flashlights, no streetlights. Um, the, the, the brights on your car. Again, to travel by night, it seems dangerous. But he was in so much danger that it was preferable to travel by night. If you're going to serve God, there's going to be times when things get scary. Uh, all they that uh, live godly shall suffer persecution. Are you ready for those night journeys when the devil's after you? Uh, but you're like, it doesn't matter. It seems dark, but joy cometh in the morning. It may be dark, but my God is light and I can follow him. And so by night, they head to Berea and what a blessing. He finds some believers there, or some people that believe the Bible and that aren't believers yet. Uh, they, they're, 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 they have a readiness to receive God's word and then to verify God's word against what they know from the scriptures. And then many get saved. He, uh, in some ways, they're like Cornelius, uh, ready to receive God's word, but they need someone to come and show them some more there in Acts chapter 10. And Peter comes and, 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 and presents Christ to them and, and they get saved. But here we have uh, Berean Bible believers who became uh, believers in, uh, in verse, uh, verse 12. Therefore, many of them believed. But we see there was a nobility here. And so I want to talk about being like a Berean Bible believer uh, tonight. Uh, let's pray as we do. Lord, we love you and we thank you for your goodness. I pray, Lord, that you'd bless uh, these ideas, Lord. Your word is precious. And Lord, I, far too often we aren't living like it. Uh, I pray that this, this message, Lord, would go forth, uh, that you would empower it, Lord, and that many would have the desire, Lord, to have that right relationship with your word. Help us to be like the Berean Bible believers. Lord, help us to learn some things from them tonight. I ask all these things in Christ's name, amen. All right, so I have just five things about the Berean Bible believers. I, I see uh, there is an encouragement to be like them. The Bible says there was a nobility, a, a, a heavenly nobility, uh, because they describe in that they receive God's word. So we're encouraged by God's word to have that same nobility, a heavenly nobility, to have that receptivity to God's word. Then uh, they received God's word. So the enlightenment, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, and then next, they received it with all readiness of mind. So there was an eagerness about these Bible believers. And then they searched the scriptures. So there, to be like a Berean, there's going to be some examination 
of God's word to search the scriptures. And then they search the scriptures daily. It wasn't we'll look in here until something else catches our attention and something else seems more interesting. Toward the end, they're heading to Athens. And those people there, we remember that they were always looking for some new thing, bored with what they learned yesterday. I need something new for today. Um, May it be that we never get bored with this. And by the way, God God has something new for us every time we open it. How can that be? I've I've looked at everything. I've heard it. Ah, somehow. Again, we love Lamentations 3, don't we, this time of year. Especially, great is thy faithfulness. His mercies are new every morning, right? Uh, He gets up before you do. And he cooks up some fresh mercies, new, every morning. Never reaching into the back of the fridge and getting old mercies and pulling off the aluminum foil and looking, ah, uh, these, were, these were put in this Tupperware container a month ago. They'll do. No, his mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And so for them, it was a day, they, they searched the scriptures daily. It was an endless thing. It was an endless thing. They planned to be in this book until they died. And then forever and eternity to enjoy the word that is forever settled in heaven. So being like a, a, a Berean Bible believer. So first of all, we are encouraged to be like these Bereans. There was a nobility. The idea of nobility here uh, has the idea of possessing a, a higher birth. Uh, and so in the Bible, we can have a, a, a heavenly nobility. That's yours for the taking. Would you like to have a a heavenly nobility tonight? Uh, Well, the Bible says these were noble. In that, they received God's word with a readiness. If you can have that heart. I remember Pastor Ross years ago uh, just preaching in chapel. And he says, young people, if you can keep that tender heart and that teachable spirit, God can do something with you. Young people, do you have that tend older people? What about you? Are you crotchety? If you can keep that tender heart, no matter your age, and that teachable spirit, boy, God can do something with you. They had a, a readiness to receive God's word. Uh, we remember, I, I, uh, this, this verse jumped out to me a, a while ago, but Hebrews 11.6 Uh, Without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so uh, there's a promise there. If you diligently seek me, I will reward you. There's a promise. How many of us, by faith, are claiming that promise? How many of us today would say, no, I diligently sought him? Yesterday, I diligently sought him. The day before, I diligently sought him. Uh, Pastor Olson was talking on Sunday morning, and he says, boy, I, I like to, to journal what God gave me in devotions. And I was talking to the Vasileskis about that. And, and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get some journal books for my kids. I want them looking for something from God to write down. And I want them to get into the habit of not just reading and setting it aside, saying, I'm going to write something down, so I want to be looking for something to write down as I'm in God's Word. So I bought them each a journal book yesterday. And then this morning, I'm, I'm make, make sure you're in there. And then the, the Holy Spirit says, and what, you've outgrown that? 
You have outgrown that? (laughs) No, Lord, I I need to be looking for something from you. I I need to be receiving your word with a a readiness. Lord, uh, help me to have... So I'm going to stop by and get myself... A book to journal. When God give, I'm going to be looking. Lord, you give me something. I'm going to write something down. Give me something that I can write down. I want to be looking for something from you, not just reading and then reciting some some uh, some names off a prayer list. Did you diligently seek God today? Did you diligently seek God today? He said, "I will reward those that diligently seek me." He says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. With faith, you can please him. Faith is that heavenly currency. With faith, I can give pleasure to God. And by faith, God can give treasure to me. I can please him and he can reward me. If by faith, I'll diligently seek him. The Bible encourages us to be like a Bible-believing Berean. Boy, uh, uh, one of the blessed, so these guys had a readiness and God sent them Paul and Silas and Timotheus. That was a blessing. Um, if you have a readiness, God will give you something special. These guys were ready to receive something. And so Paul and Silas, they thought, oh man, it sure seems like the devil, uh, he attacks and I end up over here. Well, God and his providence, God and his providence was moving Paul and Silas to some people that were diligently searching for him. Those Thessalonians thought, huh, we ran him off. And God's like, oh no, I'm, I'm just ordering the affairs of my servants, causing them to be where I want them to be at just the right time. There are some Bereans that are hungry, and I'm going to make sure, like the Bible says in the Beatitudes, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Boy, isn't God good. Pastor Olson and I were talking about the Kims today. And boy, they're, they're displaced. They're, they're missionaries to China and they've been in South Korea. And then we kind of smiled and said, are they though? If you're where God wants you, are you ever displaced? Uh, God has something uh, where they are. Uh, for his family and for the people around. Can you ever be... Uh, Paul and Silas, boy, they were displaced, weren't they? No. God moved them right to where he wanted them to be. And that was a blessing for people that were diligently seeking after him. God brought the truth to them. We're encouraged to be like the Bible-believing Bereans. Are you encouraged tonight? Heavenly nobility is yours for the taking. Are you interested? We ought, we ought to be. We ought to be. Secondly, uh, there was an enlightenment of these Bible-believing Bereans. The Bible said they, they received the word. They received the word. And so they, they were, there, was, there was preaching. Paul was preaching. Uh, he, was, he was probably preaching from the Old Testament and then giving truth yet to be inscripturated. Written down, yet become the, the inspired uh, scriptures of the New Testament. There was, a, there was enlightenment. And the Bible says uh, in Psalm 119, 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light. When God's words come in, oh, the, the, there's light there. 
the dark cobwebs, uh, the, the dimness of the God of this world that tries to blind the, the minds of those that are here. But when God's word shines in, wonderful things can happen. There was an enlightenment. Far too many people have their preferred path. I like this path, and I'm going to try to find a verse that fits what I'm doing. And more rare is the person that says, let me open this and have this tell me what path I should be on. Again, I brought this up the other day, but Brother Schrock in the skit, and he talked about uh, many, many times a sword is given to someone for them to master. And this sword is given to us so that this sword can master us instead. Boy, uh, when God's word is open, it should be changing us, right? This should be an enlightenment. It should show us how we should change. And sometimes we don't let God's word do the changing. There in, in James 1, 22 through 25, be doers of the word. So, so find out what the Bible says and get busy. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. And he, uh, he goeth his way, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Um, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Boy, sometimes we'll look uh, into this word and we see the things we should change and we walk away and we forget. Or we want to alter this instead. I want to, I want to, well, I, I'm going to view it this way, or I want to change this. We have all sorts of, you can find a version, any kind, you can find a version that will suit your fancy today. So we say, let's bring the Bible down to where we are. Or how about let's bring us up to where the Bible is. God wants us up where the Bible is. It's just a funny thought, huh? You look in the mirror and you're like, Ugh. you wake up in the morning. And you think, my hair needs combed. And so you pull out a marker and you, you draw straight lines where you see the hair. There. That's a lot better. And you're like, my teeth, they need brushed. And so you pull out a, a, a bottle of whiteout. And you're like, oh, that's way better. And, and you just, uh, where you see the teeth in the mirror, you just, you just put whiteout on there. It's like, oh, that's way better. Instead of letting the mirror show you what you should change, but you want to alter the mirror instead. How foolish. How good it is every day to open this up and say, Lord, show me what I need to change today. I'm going to look into the perfect law of liberty. Oh, Lord, show me how I need to change. And thank you. Thank you for loving me enough to point out how I can be better. You love me where I am, but you love me too much to leave me where I am. You have better things for me. And so these Bereans, uh, there, was, uh, there was an enlightenment. They, boy, they received the word. Then, thirdly, there was an eagerness. An eagerness. They received the word with all readiness of mind. A lot of people give the Bereans a bad rap. They're like, they were like, well, the Bereans were the New Testament snopes.com. They were the fact checkers. They were like, uh, well, we'll see about that. And they're like, okay, okay, yeah, no, I don't think so. 
Uh, they were the fact checkers, making sure that, that Paul uh, wasn't like, yeah, okay, I don't think so. I'll go back and check. Uh, no, the Bible says that they received it with all readiness of mind. There was an eagerness to put into practice those things that were being preached as soon as they could be. I want to verify. I want to see what you say and compare it to what, I, what scripture I have. And I'm looking forward to putting it in practice the moment I know that's from God. Is that you? Or do you sit back and, and uh, <laughs> you, can, you can nitpick. You can, you can, there can be a thousand wonderful things. We're, we're talking about that this morning a little bit. You know, somebody spends three hours on a slide presentation and they have beautiful things. But there's a typo on slide number 53. And that's the one thing you noticed. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's like, what about the rest of it? Was there more? Was, uh, all I noticed was the typo on slide 53. There was something else? to, to uh, uh, They had a readiness, they had an eagerness to put into practice those things. Uh, I want to be busy about this, but first I'm going to double check that it really is what the Bible says. I'm looking forward to entrusting my life to the foundation of this truth. But I must make sure, first of all, that the foundation truly is the truth of God's word. That's a blessing. The Bible does say in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, prove all things and then hold fast that which is good. All right? When it's... when it when it. When you hear something, uh, search the scripture. Yes, that agrees with what God says. That's going to be a part of my life. Do you have that eagerness? Boy, the eagerness will tune your ear to hear God's voice. My, my children were asking, uh, Dad, how do you hear from God? You know, they're very highly spiritual. Highly spiritual. Um, they were like, Dad, how do you hear from God? And I said, well, believe it or not, um, your mother <laughs> has God-given authority. Given to her directly from God. So one of the ways you hear from God is when mom says, I want you to take out the trash. You take out the, guess what God wants? You'll never guess what God wants. God wants you to take out the trash. And if you tune, obedience is is a blessed tuning fork. When you have a heart with an eagerness to obey, your heart is tuned to hear the voice of God. How foolish would it be for my children to say, Mom, I'm not going to take out the trash. I'm concentrating on trying to hear what God has for me. After all, there's no mediator between God and man but Jesus. He alone do I listen to. Uh, Apparently not, because God's word tells you to listen to your mom and dad. All right? When you're, and again, when it's like, all right, I'll take out the trash. When what mom and dad want for you to do is an irritant. Uh, okay, I'll do it. You, have, you don't have a heart that's tuned to hear God's voice. If what God wants is an irritant to you, I, uh, mom wants, no, mom and dad, your teacher, 
uh, the, the, the people that God has given authority to in your life when they say, I, I want you to do this. And you have a heart that has an eagerness to, to do, to, to obey. Boy, your, your ear, your spiritual ear, you'll be amazed at how well you'll be tuned. Uh, Mom? Doesn't it say in various places to uh, wives obeying your husband as unto the Lord? The authority that's behind that? Masters obeying your, 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 your bosses as, as unto the Lord? Different places where understanding where that authority is derived from and respecting that authority. Well, you can have an ear that is tuned to the voice of God when you have a heart that, what's that, Mom? Absolutely. I'll take care of that right away. That soft heart, that sweet heart um, that says, Mom, if that's what you want. Dad, if that's what you want, I'm going I'm I'm to do that. What you want isn't an interruption to what I want. What you want is what I want. Because I know that you have authority from God to ask me to do those things. And I respect what God wants. I value what God wants. And when you have that heart, your ear is tuned to hear the voice of God. You'll find that, wow, how did I end up here in this wonderful place? Uh, God directing my life. A soft heart. They were eager. Again, boy, there was all those masters, right? Uh, The Pharisees, we are a master of the Old Testament. And we disagree with what you have to say, Jesus. Hmm. You have mastered the Old Testament. Well, they wouldn't call it the Old Testament. but You've mastered, but you haven't allowed those books to master you because those books verify everything Jesus says but because you're a master of those books because you have mastered those books you don't agree with what Jesus has to say the Sadducees they were masters the scribes they were masters and so many we don't we don't listen we we follow Moses we have no use for Jesus oh that's convenient Moses isn't there to put his finger in their face and say follow him that's what the, uh, the whole Bible is about. But they were masters of the scripture instead of the scripture being masters of them. There was an eagerness. You know, God's word is a treasure. It's a treasure. The Bible says in Proverbs 2 verses 1 through 6, My son, if thou wilt receive my words. Again, that was what they did, right? They, 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 they received the word with all readiness. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge. How do you cry after knowledge? Well, part of that is going to be diligently seeking him, right? He's the way, the truth, and the life. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Seeking for it as silver. Seeking for her as for hid treasure. Oh boy, this is a treasure. Did you diligently seek after him today? Yesterday, the day before. You know, it's been a while 
since I diligently sought after him. Oh, let's, let's ask God to forgive us of that tonight. Lord, help me to get back to, back to that. Help me to do that tonight before I go to bed. And then, Lord, would you let me diligently seek you every day until I die? Please forgive me for not being more serious about that. I was, uh, Alec and I were flying out to Idaho back in August. And, and as I was getting on the plane, they said, if, if you download this app, you can watch the movies on the airplane. And I'm like, huh, there might be something on there that can help me pass the time. There's mostly garbage. But there might be something I could watch, maybe. I'm not going to watch anything. Ugh. I'm not going to sit through that. And then, and then like, Lord, I'm sorry. I should never have done that. Um, so I, I download the app. And I'm on the airplane. I'm trying to get it to work. You know, Wi-Fi on, Wi-Fi off, airplane mode on. Every, you know, I'm just, and I'm trying to, trying to figure it out. And for the life of me, I cannot get the app to work. I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, bing! You know, the stewardess comes. I'm like, listen, what am I doing wrong? She's like, oh, and she gives me some idea. And it will not work. And, uh, like, you know, it, it, was, it was more about the, you know, getting, the, the, trying to get it to work than he actually even watching something. Finally, uh, uh, it was like the Holy Spirit said, you could read your Bible. I don't want to. <laughs> I am in entertainment mode and frustration mode. I'm not in spiritual enrichment mode. And he's like, or you could read your Bible. <laughs> yes, I can do that. So I pulled out my Bible and it was dark. And I, I turned my light on. I began reading uh, Luke chapter 1. And I'm just reading, and I just, I start to just get excited. I'm marking stuff. I'm getting excited about Zecharias and, and Elizabeth, how the, the, uh, there was a faithful man and a faithful woman, and God gave them John the Baptist. And there was all sorts of filling of the Holy Spirit. And I'm just marking, and I'm getting thrilled there. And I, say, I, I hear, hey. And I look up, and somebody had walked from the back to go up and use the restroom. And they're like, do, do, do you like that book? And I was just immensely. And he just kind of like, okay, and kept walking. <laughs> and I didn't even see him come back. I missed him. And so I, I, I kept, I'm like, Lord, this is so good. And he's like, and to think that you only did it because you couldn't get your movie to work. Again, I, I talk about all the things we could be doing are crowding out all the things we should be doing. The plane landed, and uh, the lights came on, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting everything away, and, I, and I'm starting to walk up, and I hear, Hey! And I, and I look back, and about four rows back, that, that guy's like, and he says, You stay in love with that book! I, I intend to. Boy, it, it, boy, there's nothing that thrills the heart like Jesus. There's nothing like this book. But it's getting crowded out, friend. It's getting crowded out. It's getting crowded out. Won't you be like a, a Berean that uh, 
had an eagerness and a readiness to receive God's word. Uh, Fourthly, there was an examination of these Bereans. They searched the scriptures. So they would hear the preaching and they would go back to the Tanakh. Uh, the, what we would call the, the Old Testament, the, the Moses, uh, the, the law and the prophets and the Psalms. And, and they, would, they would take that and, and compare uh, what they heard preaching and to see whether those things truly were so. Uh, doubtless, uh, following the pattern given uh, in Ezra and Nehemiah, there in Nehemiah 8.8 8, it says, So they read in the book of the law distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Uh, boy, there's the examination of looking at the words and then uh, the, the interpretation of giving the sense and then there's the application of causing them to understand and, and the illustration and, and the illumination of all, all of those things. But they read it and they gave the sense and they caused them to understand. And they, were, they would look at God's word and they would say, what he's preaching really is there. I'm going to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Jesus told the unsaved Jews there in John 5, 39, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. An examination of the scriptures. Boy, a, a, a while ago, I was I was peeking into the teen class, and one of the I went, out, went to one of the one of the uh, one of the, the teens that had come in on the buses, and I was talking to him, and I said, "How you doing?" And he says, oh, "Pretty good." And I said, do you, "Do you enjoy hearing from the Bible?" And he says, "Well, it it seems confusing at times. I just wish I had someone to decode it." And I said, "Well, this is what you do <laughs> when you hear preaching." When they give, when they when they read the word of God distinctly, and then they give the sense of the scripture, and then they cause you to understand that passage is decoded. Write the things down that He shows you. Go home and reread it. Pray over those things and keep that section of the Bible decoded. And then every week add some more. A bit more of the Bible when you come back and God's word is read distinctly. And the, the, the sense is given. And the, the, they cause you to understand. Keep that portion of the Bible decoded. Finally, more and more and more of this book is understood by you. And you can compare this to this. And, and, you, and you can see the different things. And you, and you examine the scriptures. And you love them. And you keep them opened. And you understand them. You search the scriptures. There was an examination. And then the last thing. There was an endlessness. There was an endlessness. The Bible says they were going to do this daily. Daily. Not like the Athenians uh, and the strangers there in Acts 17.21. Where it says, uh, for all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else. But either to tell or to hear some new thing. Oh, the Bible? That is so yesterday. I need something. Uh, I need the latest and the greatest. We all have some attention deficit syndrome. We, uh, we get bored. 
Uh, and we have to we have to control that. Say, I got to get back to the book. I got to get back to the book, and it has to be every day. Sunday isn't enough. Everybody, Sunday is not enough. Um, now, what if you're, you're going to brush your teeth, right? You're like, well, let's see. If I brush my teeth for approximately this long every day, maybe I can do all of my brushing for the month on the first of the month. I'll just brush really long. That's what I'll do. And you just run the numbers on your calculator. It's like, I'll just brush that long on day one. Just get it all done with for the month. I'm glad you're chuckling. And it's like, oh, somebody else does that? <laughs> I'm glad you're chuckling. Or, you know, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? You're like, so if I eat 365 on January 1st, I should be set for the year. Oh, all right. Um, or uh, uh, we know, we know that... Uh, that some things need to be done every day. And the Bible says that they search the scriptures daily. Not just on the midweek service. Not just for when they had a test to take for college. Not just on Sunday. Not just when there's teens or maybe a Bible quiz. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to memorize daily. I'm going to be in the book daily. You want to be like a blessed Bible-believing Berean? You're going to be in the book daily. There was an endlessness. And I, I've shared this illustration before, but I love it. So I'm going to close with this. I was listening to uh, like a, a radio station. An economist was on there. And the guy said, um, oh, they were talking about a book. And the one guy says, oh, that book was so good. A, you know, a book on the economy or whatever. And he says, that book was so good. I, I, I read that book five times. And the other person kind of stopped and then laughed at him and said, what, what are you, a, a slow learner? Why did you have to read that book so many times? And the guy kind of thought for a minute. He said, why did I read it so many times? He said, well, truly, I was a different man every time I read it. And I said, boy, that is a perfect illustration for our relationship with God's word. You and I spend time going through this book and hopefully you let it change you. And guess what that new person needs? A trip through this book. That new person takes a beautiful trip through this book. And it changes you a bit more. And guess what that new person needs? Another trip through this book. And then it changes you even again. And the path of the justice is a shining light that shineth more and more unto the day of redemption. These truths become more beautiful. These truths become more vivid. It changes you. You're a new person. And guess what that new person needs? Another trip through this beautiful book. You want to be like a blessed Bible Believing Berean, well, you're encouraged with that heavenly nobility. There was an enlightenment as they received the word. There was an eagerness as they received it with a ready mind. There was an examination. They were going to search the scriptures. They were going to study things out. They were going to know this book. They were going to, they were going to study to show themselves approved unto God. 
and there was an endlessness. It was daily. For the rest of their life, their intention was not to, that was yesterday. Today I'm looking for something new and improved. No, 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 no. There's nothing more precious than this book. And if you'll get into it and search like it's hid treasure, God says, boy, won't somebody take me up on my promises? I am a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. Won't somebody take me up on my promises? Boy, may it be that we say, that's me, Lord. I will. I'll take you up on that. I'm going to lay claim to that reward. And then, Lord, really, as I get in in, in the word, you are the reward when I have that closer walk with you. But God can't help himself. He pours out so many blessings beside. Being like a Berean Bible believer. I hope that was a help to you. Lord, I pray that you be with our our prayer time tonight. Uh, Lord, as we come before you, I ask that our our prayers would be uh, honoring and glorifying to you, Lord, that you would hear our cry. We have much to thank you for. And we have much to ask you for. Thank you for being so loving and good and kind and patient. Help us, Lord, to learn these lessons. Lord, help us to seek this heavenly nobility, having an eagerness to know what your word says and put it into practice each and every day until you call us home. I do ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen.